miles apart geographically, like-minded philosophically. We love nerdy things, so we tap the wire to discuss them. Welcome to the latest episode of Tap the Wire. This episode, and probably for the next two episodes, I'm going to be joined by the ineluctable Sandshoes. You may remember him from a previous podcast that him and I used to do called Nerding Out with Sandshoes and Granddad. How you doing, Sandshoes? Uh I may start crying. This is uh, this is everything I wanted and more. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> no, this is awesome. I've been waiting to do another show with you. We have uh, talked about various podcasts over the last uh, few pandemic months. <laughs> What's a pandemic? <sighs> but, Anyways. Uh, this is, I'm excited. I mean. Talking some of my favorite things with one of my favorite guys. So, what? Aw, shucks. So, before we jump into it, you probably all realize that him and I both are huge Doctor Who fans. And so, we're going to go chapter by chapter, sort of, on this latest season of Doctor Who, which is called Doctor Who Flux. We'll do chapters one and two today. We'll do chapters three and four next time, and then five and six to wrap things up. So all in all, what do you think about this format of being a complete season long? Honestly, I love the way they're doing this this is i mean this is a straight callback to old school doctor who they had the serials i mean you know back in the hartnell trout and Perchley days i mean even up to uh baker i mean they went episodes you know like four or five episodes long for a story and then they kind of got away from it as they moved on I think they did a few like that with five and six, but, uh, you know, it's not like a, I mean, I know these last ones have been monster of the weeks, but <laughs> for the bigger picture. And that's what I love about this one. Well, actually the last season long serial was the sixth doctor, which was Colin Baker. And it was the trial of the time Lord, which is one of my favorite serials of all time and people pan six because main uh, seriously because he was only two years but he's actually every time i watch him he climbs up my ladder of favorite doctors it's yeah i'm still that, working my way to him so the the trial of the time lord of a time lord is an entire year long and it's fantastic so you're gonna love it when you get to it and, and i agree with you that's what this is sort of reminiscent to and something i think you're not panning on the previous seasons but something i think the, the series needs 100 percent. yeah 
because the monster of the week episodes are great and all and your little mini sort of uh story arcs are are fun and all but this is something that can really rejuvenate a, a fan base that's let's be honest has been crying for jody whitaker's entire tenure so hopefully yeah. it, it pans out so what did you think overall of chapters one and two? Okay. To me, it's two totally different things. I was reading a little bit about this season series before it even came out. And it was supposed to be much longer. Like they were supposed to have quite a few more episodes for this series. But because of stupid COVID, they had to cut it down. For whatever reason, they chose to go from eight or ten episodes down to six. So, episode one, I just have to tell you, that was, from the very beginning, that was a Doctor Who episode. I was hooked and just loving it from the very beginning. It reminded me of Matt Smith era Doctor Who where it was kind of goofy and silly and like that was Jody's doctor. Do you remember back the last time I think we talked about Dr. Who we had said Jody hasn't had that episode where people like that right there. She's the doc. Right. That, that to me, that episode one, that was her being the doctor. I mean, before I think she's a great doctor. Don't get me wrong. I like her as the doctor, but she has never just had the episode where I was like, there it is. That, that is what I've been waiting for. That episode right there was her being the doctor. I mean, she had the goofiness of Matt Smith. She had some of the snark of Eccleston. She had a little bit of the tenant in there that you could see. I mean, she even made a joke towards tenant. In there, if you remember where she's trying to take the handcuffs off, she's like, oh, maybe I programmed these when I was Scottish. (laughs) Oh, yes. So, I mean, that to me, that was the episode of hers that I wanted to see. That was where Jody became the doctor. I did. I absolutely I'm with you. I totally loved that first chapter. My only drawback to it, and it has nothing to do with the story or anything at all, and our old friend Mike, I mean, Davros, said the same thing to me. They, in both both chapters have actually been like this. They have the sound effects so loud. Yes. You have to go back and kind of watch it again, which isn't a problem for me, but (laughs) to catch it. Mike said that he's like, he goes, there was so much going on and I was loving it, but it was so loud. I I couldn't really catch everything. So I had to watch it again, back it up. I actually have that in my notes to bring up later where there was literally things that I may have missed because I couldn't hear what she was saying. I mean, I'm deaf anyways, and we're hearing aids (laughs) and turned all the way up. And I was like, what? I had to rewind it and listen again. And there was things going on and, and it was like, I don't know what they're doing. Even episode two was like that too, where it was so hard to hear 
what the actors were saying. It almost took away from Yaz was really the hard one for me because she has such a, a harsh accent Yeah, that and when it gets mixed into or maybe it's just how she speaks so fast that it's kind of hard to do, but I have no complaints whatsoever. So chapter one was the Halloween apocalypse and it sort of set the stage for everything. And we got to, to meet Dan for the first time. Uh, overall, what have you thought about him as a character so far? I like him as a companion. He seems to have the right amount of knowledge, but yet he's a complete and total dumbass <laughs> on thing at the right time. So it's kind of that mix where he's like the perfect companion. And, you know, he's not trying to be the doctor. That's what I like most about him and Yaz, because Yaz isn't trying to be the doctor either. Whereas I feel like the last few before Jody, their companions have kind of like tried to take the show over. Like they've tried to make the companions a bigger part than they have the doctor. And I you see, know my, <laughs> you know, my opinion, <laughs> I know your opinion, but you I know, actually, he, I didn't think that would fail, but right. And I think there's going to be a tie back to, him and the girl he was supposed to have beers with because she, she got transported somewhere, didn't she? There at the yeah, Claire, yeah, Claire. And uh, so there's going to be no. some kind of tie back. Not Cl Claire was the one that got taken by the angel, yes. Sorry, Claire was, yeah. by, was D, they got taken by right, yeah. Taken by we don't even know what yet. Don't even know. I, yeah. I have I have a theory, but we'll see. What uh what were your thoughts on that first chapter? We've seen so much with you got the weeping angels. Yeah. Well, weeping angel and weeping angel. The the sort of indoctrination to the swarm, which I have a thought about, which we'll get into in a little bit. I also have thoughts. And the dog creatures, which I'm mental blocking on what they're called right now. Um, I, I can't look. either. But I think the the play between them and Dan is going to kind of be our, our comic relief throughout the, yeah. the whole run. And it's been fun so far. Absolutely. The thing I liked about this, because they slipped in little things, and I even texted you right after I caught this part, and I was literally laughing so hard that I had to pause it, and my daughter was like, what are you <laughs> And I had to rewind it and play it again. She's like, what? I'm like, just trust me, it's funny. When they were like, it's the flux, and the doctor's like, what's the flux? I <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I was like, they slipped that in. They knew what people would think that sounded like. Good old British humor. Exactly. <laughs> um, one thing at the end of the first chapter that you were talking about callbacks to the old classic who was bringing back, which I know they did in Tenet too, but bringing back the Cloister Bell for the TARDIS yes. was really made me mark out and yep. made me 
made me feel like this was more classic who than new who and you know how much we both love that <laughs> <laughs> well i think that was 100 percent intentional they're trying to in, invoke an emotion in people like you and me that well yes i came into doctor who and the reboot i i came in at eccleston but i have gone back and i've started at you know First Doctor, move my way up. And I love those episodes. So they're trying to call back to that, trying to bring that emotion of people absolutely loving Doctor Who again. Because there's so much hatred for this show right now. They want people to fall in love with it again. And I think this is just step one of them trying. Now, do you think that's maybe because it's, been on since 2005 and people are just kind of getting burned out a little bit per se or maybe a little bit they uh the great thing about it is with 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 each regeneration they can kind of reinvent themselves that's why i love that jody became the doc it was like a whole new set of stories that they can just go with because the doctor was a female, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I can see people getting kind of over it. But with each new doctor, there's a reinvention. It's something fresh, something new, new stories that they can go with. And, you know, even episode two, they kind of revisited an old story in just the slightest little way they revisited it. So, you know, yes, I see people getting tired of it, but people like you and I, I think it would take a lot for us to get tired of Doctor Who. I'm not getting tired whatsoever. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I look forward. I've actually got one of my buddies who I'm hoping will listen to this. He's starting to get into Doctor Who now. I mean, he's not a sci-fi guy at all, but he started listening to our old episodes and he recently called me. He's like, man, I used to remember my dad loved Tom Baker. And used to, I used to watch those with him, you know, on PBS. Right. <laughs> He's starting to watch it. I just think that it's like a whole new generation of people could come up. If people like you and I can continue to share the love of Doctor Who and not worry about it's a girl. I'm gonna cry in mommy's basement. <laughs> Just listen to the people that actually love the show, love it for what it is. Yeah, that, that's that's the downside of her tenure, and even Chris Chibnall as showrunner is people got so angry about it being a woman that I don't think they've really given it a fair chance, and has. Her storyline's been the greatest for her first two seasons? No, but they haven't no. been bad either. I See, think I would say that, that they've been kind of garbage, honestly. They haven't written, they haven't given her that story. Like I said, there hasn't been that. That's the doctor. There hasn't been that story. They did it for every other one. I mean, even you know, Eccleston, who only had one season, he had episodes where you're like, yes. <laughs> right there she hasn't had one until you know until episode one here 
And I'm well, sorry. When, when, when we get to part three and we talk about her regeneration, which we know is coming, yeah. and the changing of the guard, we'll talk a little bit about Eccleston and who's coming back to run the show from this point on. So yes. that'll be something two episodes down the road that we'll get deeper yep. into. So what do you think of this, of the flux? What do you think it is, I guess, is, is the best way do you, do you think it's something that the swarm is using or something they've created? I think it is something that they created. Uh, and I have a serious theory on who the swarm is I don't so know, do i <laughs> i don't know if you want to get into that yet we will hear in a, in a little bit <laughs> it, it, it's like the instant the swarm started talking i was like i think i know what that is or who that is and i think it is someone we know i do too <laughs> but we'll get into it in just a little okay. bit I'll, um, I'll stop talking about it well ah. they uh they ended the first chapter off teasing the Santarans. Right. So chapter two is War of the Santarans, and it's a yep. really cool episode. Another, as you said, throwback to I think I could be was it a it was a tenant episode? What no? No, no, no. The, the, the one I'm actually go ahead back in it's uh a throwback to Time Warrior from 1973. It was a Pertwee. Oh, Throw Pertwee and Tom Baker had one where they're sort of similar with yeah. the Santarans and I forget the other race that was involved in it, but they were all on Gallifrey and they had all these humans they transported to Gallifrey in like different time zones and sectors. And but I want to say Tenant did sort of a similar but not really episode too, where yeah, they they were somebody, some alien was trying to start rewrite history throughout Earth. I could totally be yeah, remembering pretty much wrong, but any episode of Doctor Who was something <laughs> history. So what did you think of chapter two with that the whole war setup and everything? I liked it, but as I said at the beginning, this season was supposed to be longer, and I honestly wish that this would have been a split-apart episode, because it felt to me like they were trying to cram too much into one episode, Right, and bits and pieces were getting lost to me. Not only because of the sound, but I think they were just trying to cram way so much. Like they had a story they wanted to tell. And if they could have just dragged it out for another episode, I think it would have been a whole lot better. Because you had the, the historical side of it, which I thought was kind of cool. I liked that. And then you had Dan in the future fighting the Santarans. And it was just kind of like they were... I don't know. There's too much going on all at once. And that was the only downside to that episode was I, I felt like 
they should have extended it one more to really flesh out some stuff. Right. They kind of buttoned it up really fast. It's like, okay, this really is what we fast. have to do. Yeah. I mean, Dan, Dan flies the ship. Dan and the dog fly the ship and 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 destroy all all the 21st century ones. And the general, the jackass general, blows up the ones in the Crimean. So, yeah. I see what you're saying with that. And there's a lot of things that I hope it doesn't hurt it in the next four chapters. Like you said, it was supposed to be longer. So they introduced all these characters like the, the, the old 18th century guy that Yaz met in the, on the planet time. He was right at the very beginning and we haven't seen him again, which I'm sure we will at some point. So he was, right. I'm guessing if you're right, he was probably supposed to be a whole episode in and of himself. Yeah. I I, I kind of got that impression is, you know, I'm sure they'll tie him in and give him something big to do. But this episode two just felt way too rushed. Episode one, though, let's go back. I don't think we really covered episode one enough i mean there was so much in there you know let's talk about you know uh who claire is right do you have your theory because i think i know who claire is well let's hear your theory i think she is and i could be wrong but at some point uh i want to say it was river song had said that there were splinters of Clara throughout the doctor's timeline. Right. And I, if you look at that girl that plays Claire, she looks like Clara. <laughs> I think she is a splinter of her in this doctor's timeline. Could be wrong because, you know, they kind of showed her going with all the other doctors you know, just meeting them at various points in time, but you never seen her meet Jody's. Right. I think that at some point they're going to say that she's a splinter of Clara. I could be wrong, but just the looks, the name, and just the, oh, we're not supposed to meet yet. I was like, oh, that's almost the same thing that River Song said. And it just kind of sparked that whole, it's Clara in my head. And even, even Juliana said that, and she's watching it. She went, it's Clara. And I'm like, no, it's not the same lady. But then as her, it went on, I was like, oh, well, maybe. Well, you know, the way she said it, could she be River? She could be River. Because, you know, River regenerates. <laughs> I know, but I want, I want, uh, I want River. I don't want her. I want River. <laughs> You want Clara, you don't you don't want it to be River. Well, no, I'm saying if they make it River, I want it to be the I can't think of her name. I want it to be the lady that played River. Is that I don't know. I just have my uh my love of River. <laughs> well so. I think they're setting up a lot of things and it's kind of gonna oh, be are. like like episode three in Star Wars where they kind of quickly button everything up right at the end. So I could be wrong, but no, she might be right. I'm sure I'm not, but 
this is just the nerd in me when they throw little things in it gets the 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 nerd brain going like i'm trying to piece things together that may not be there but in my mind it's there well it was kind of a good side mouth tip of the hat to rory with dan's parents being on there because you had rory's dad in the one or two episodes i know the, mm -hmm. the dinosaurs in a spaceship and whatever the other one was <laughs> that was a great episode yes <laughs> and that's kind of one i have like the humor and it's like what do you have with you a walk excuse me a what he holds <laughs> up the walk <laughs> i know i was cracking up walk? Yeah. so you think so you, you that's your theories you think it's clara then i think yeah i think it's a splinter of clara i mean they did do that with when they introduced clara he was trying to she was everywhere in matt smith's he kept finding her and right she was other care other people so and of course she started off as souffle girl so who knows right yeah you could be right. I don't want it to be, but that's, you know, just us agreeing to disagree there. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted it. It's just <laughs> my nerd brain. <laughs> what uh, what did you think of the, the Santaran, the bringing back the Santarans? I know we, we've seen them a little bit with Strax. I still but... wanted Strax to be part of that. I don't, I mean, I know that the actor played some of the background sound right. but i wanted strax just to show up because i loved him i mean he's the potato one come on <laughs> <laughs> and of, and of course that's what mike calls him now is the potato guys which everybody yeah. does but yeah what uh what did you think of when the swarm because they didn't really talk much about the flux in chapter two. Right. Right. It was more centered on the Santarans. And at the very end, you got the swarm. So right. let, let's have your theory, because I'm, I'm curious to see if it's the same as mine about who you think the swarm is. <sighs> the swarm, I think, is tied in with very closely to the fugitive doctor. Now, here's my theory, and I've got my tinfoil hat on So <laughs> for this, because as soon as I heard that she was coming back, I was like, okay, this all makes sense now. I'm thinking that, that uh, somehow the guy, it was, uh, what was his name? The guy on the ship, the one that uh, was like, giving all the updates. I can't remember his name. Let me look at my notes. Anyways, the, the uh, dude with the dreadlocks that was on that uh, ship. Right. But, okay. And he made mention of his wife who was about to have a baby. But if you think about it, how many updates did he give? He said it was like 10,900 and whatever updates. That's a lot of updates. Right. Now, how long was he gone? 
which means that his wife had to be an alien. What if they're setting it up because they're all part of this is supposedly tied into the timeless child? What if those two, him and his wife, are really the doctor's parents? She gives birth to the doctor. So Ruth, or the fugitive doctor, we see is the grown-up version of that baby. Again, tinfoil hat. This is just my theory because nerd brain's going. Now, this one, I think, is a version of the master. That's what I think. He said that our timeless battle, the battle of all ages, or however he put it, I'm telling you, it is a version of the master. And he called the female swarm member his sister, which I'm thinking might sister. be Missy. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's just, see, a tinfoil hat nerd thing going on here. I'm just, this season honestly has me excited. Can you tell? Can you tell how much? <laughs> <laughs> well, what first made me think it was the Masters when he was tied up in that prison he in you've watched most of the baker episodes yeah yeah before he steals the regenerations and goes to look like the the 80s master for anthony ainsley played him he was like all burn up and dark and had a that that's exactly what he looked like to me so yes yes and that's that's what immediately started my is that the master? When I first seen him, I was like, oh, is that the master? I thought maybe uh, the last guy that played the master was captured. Right. This thing. But then just the way he was talking, the way he was acting, I'm like, oh, that, that is the master. I know it has to be the master. And they didn't really have any closure with him other than getting captured. So right. who right. knows? And the, the master always gets away. The master always <laughs> <laughs> so have do you think these two episodes have been the best of her tenure so far absolutely absolutely i uh i mean i honestly looking back can't think of an episode where i'm just like oh this happened and this was great you remember this dan i can't remember <laughs> an episode like that but this i can honestly say you know her hanging upside down in episode one going, okay, on the count of three, and then doing the little flip through thing to catch, you know, and hang on. And just this whole thing has just been Jody's mark as the doc. Honestly. Well, one theory that I have was when the swarm said they were on the planet time and you had all those, and I'm forgetting what they were called now. The, the creatures that are in the time lock yeah. time lock yeah it kind of made me think of going again back to the baker episodes of the black and white guardians that are guarding time so yeah. i'm wondering if that's going to be a tie-in too maybe yeah i mean at, at the time of then, which was the 70s, there was only one white guardian and one black guardian, but who's to say there wasn't more? Right. Right. Yeah. Huh. That and 
I don't read into stuff like you do because I prefer to be surprised, but I do see headlines of stories and there, I know there is a, a, a theory floating around about a character that's coming up in the next episode that people are saying is the white guardian. So we'll see. Mm. Mm. And it's not that I'm going out seeking spoilers. It's just, if I'm online and I see, you know, Doctor Who this, I, I read the article as a spoiler. I'm like, eh, I'm going to watch it anyway. So what do I care? <laughs> I mean, I don't get angry at spoilers. I just prefer to be surprised. So <laughs> Oh, not me. Yeah, I mean, especially with like movies, like the Spider-Man movie that's coming out. I seriously watch every spoiler I can because I want to know what's going on. <laughs> but I digress. Hey, hey, by the way, did you know that Vader is Luke's father? What? <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> just just in case you didn't know that. But <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is coming up? How do you think it's going to move on? I know you've said you think Ruth or the, 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 I don't know, almost said fugitive doctor is going to play a role, which we know she is, but yeah. How do you, th- you're going to go with your, your, your theory until you're proven wrong. Yeah. I mean, they have, I mean, I've guess they've kind of established that she was, you know, before the first doctor, which at first I didn't know if I really liked that. I it was like, no, we have a first doctor. I'm not, you know, Hartnell is the first doctor. You're not gonna go doctors before that. And then, you know, the more I thought about it and then talked about what was it, uh whose doctor was it where you seen the multiple the faces of whatever. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank today. Grief. Where they seen all the past faces of the doctors and there was a bunch that no one had ever seen before. Right. And everyone was like, what is that? And this was their way of explaining it. Like, hey, there was versions of the doctor beforehand. So I seriously think that somehow, you know, they're going to just dive deeper into her being a pre-Hartnell doctor and you know, I think that this doctor, her version of the doctor, oh, mind you, everyone, I have not watched episode three yet. I know she's coming. I have not watched it yet. But I know, or I have a feeling that she won't, she is working for the division, like that part of the Time Lords that everyone's like, what's the division? What's the division? I think that she was part of that. Oh, sorry, I can get, get attacked by Pond. Or, uh, nope, sorry, not Pond. It's the other one. Anyways, one thing that, and they've sort of established this in Tenant's time, is there's alternate universes, too. Yeah. So who's to say that she's not a doctor from another universe? And who's to say that... What what does River always say? What was her big catchphrase to to Amy and to Rory? What's rule number one of the doctor? The doctor Kill lies. Doctor lies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So who knows what she is? She could be a future 
or a, another, she might not even be the doctor for all we know. Yeah. She could be the master. <laughs> she could be the master. Now we're digging deep, but it is what it is. You, you can take it so many places that you just can't figure out what it is. So have you liked the look of this episode or the first two chapters? I did. I, you know, visually, I thought that they really stepped it up. Just, I mean, they kind of took like a downturn where you could really see the computer generated graphics. I mean, they were pretty much going like old school Star Trek where they're stapling paper plates to <laughs> forehead going, you're a monster now. I mean, it, to me, it was kind of getting like that where it was not that all that great, but visually, I mean, he's just. It, it was really beautifully done. Now, I will say the opening of episode one was a bit cheesy. I'm hanging upside down. I thought it looked kind of cool, but you could tell that, that was all computer generated. No, I don't really think that they had the doctor on a planet upside down, but I digress. <laughs> they could have been upside down. Their their hair was hanging down. So No, I'm sure they had them upside down, but what I'm saying is, you know, you could tell that that was all computer generated stuff, but. I think they really stepped up their game on this one. Like they're really trying to do this series justice and they're, you know, they're trying to make it again. I think they're trying to draw people back in. Honestly. I think it's, they've been writing it and filming it like it was a blockbuster movie. And I think that's really showing like my only minor gripe, like I told you a little bit ago is their sound effects are so, and the background is so loud that sometimes the the dialogue gets buried in it. It's hard to understand. That's and that's yeah. really a, a minor bitch. But yeah, it's like going to see a blockbuster movie at the theater. Right. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Except it's on my TV every Sunday. The, did you kind of catch the little tenth uh, doctor? vibe right at the end of episode two where they blew up you know the the general back in the past blew up all those Santaran ships and the doctor was just absolutely disgusted didn't that kind they of were they were leaving yeah yeah didn't that remind you of tenant when he was kind of pissed at the prime minister for doing the exact same thing in the Christmas invasion Yes, yeah, it's the screen because I was like, oh, that was a tenant thing. So I heard it wrote down. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And they they didn't do it a ton with Capaldi and Matt Smith, but then again, they didn't really have these. I mean, they had the doctor goes to war, but it wasn't yeah. centralized on Earth. Right. So they didn't really have these sort of lessons humanity lessons in those episodes like they did in this one and the christmas invasion one so it's sort of kind of a, a political slap in the face the <laughs> being an ass <laughs> <laughs> i mean they they have had political stuff well i kind of got a little i won't say too much because i have enjoyed a lot of them in her first two seasons, but going back to the, 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 the Rosa Parks episode, and there's another one that everyone was 
up in arms about and i'm forgetting which one it was now but it's just like oh it was the uh the spider episodes where people were kind of portraying chris noth's character to donald trump it's like shut up just yeah it's entertainment people just go with it let's see let me walk back a bit i loved the rosa parks episode that again that was another callback to old doctor who so i guess i can't say that she hasn't had an episode like that because you know that was what doctor who was supposed to be you know visiting historical things back in the day right historical events so that was an important episode for jody i'm glad she got to do it and i think it was important for her to do and as far as you know people whining about her being a girl and some of the political stuff suck it up buttercup (laughs) changes the doctor regenerates i don't care if it's a boy girl he can become one of the dog creatures for all I care. <laughs> the episodes are good. You know, I don't think her writing's been all that great on the set, on her run as the doctor. Yeah, but that's not her fault. That's not her fault at all. I think she's played the role fantastically. And no one can blame her for subpar writing. That's on you know, the writers, anyone that's written it, Chris or whoever happens to be writing it at, the, at that point in time, that's on them. That's not on her. She's playing the role the best she, that she can. And I think she's been doing a great job. Do you think you're going to get more? Because obviously you're going to have the, the angels at some point. Yeah. And do you think there's going to be any other callbacks to other aliens? Well, I heard... Oh, Go ahead. I heard there was going to be some dialects. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys. I want, I would love to be some Cybermen in there. Maybe, I'm trying to think, who else could they possibly be? Maybe some of the, uh, maybe they can go back to the Perchby days when they had the uh, condoms filled with uh, (laughs) cream and, uh, (laughs) let's just let's dig them all out that was uh one of my favorite pertwee cereals was that the the, Uh, the green death the green death yes yeah i am just looking forward to some fun episodes i i honestly hope with jody leaving that she had fun these last four episodes i i really just want to see just pure enjoyment coming out of her portrayal of the doctor here in these last few episodes that, that's honestly what i want no matter what happens if i can see that she's enjoying herself no matter what happens on screen if you can see that pure joy and you know what it is because you can see it some of those guys that have played the doctor love it like, they love being the doctor. Tenet, you could tell he loved it. You could tell Capaldi loved it. Smith loved it. I want to see that in Jody. these last four episodes where she's just like, I am taking over. This is me. I'm going out with a bang. 
I just, I, that's what I want to see. I want her regeneration to be something that people will be talking about for years. And it's like, oh, I can't believe she went out like that. That's yeah, you I'm, want you want the next person to suck so they can say, Oh, I wish I had Jody Whitaker back. I'm like, you didn't want her in the first place. So what are you talking <laughs> about? That's gonna that's gonna happen anyways. Everybody <laughs> that they bitch and complain for the first two and a half seasons, and then the last one. We'll see where that goes. We still have four episodes, four chapters. Sorry, I keep saying episodes. It's like the old serial season thing coming back again. Four yeah. chapters left to go. And on the next episode, we're going to talk about chapters three and four, which are once upon a time or what's once upon time and village of the angels are the next two. So I'm kind of cheating a little bit on Wikipedia for the, the titles, but and I won't go farther than that. What are you looking forward to? Do you think they're going to. If you go by the standard script that Lucas always said is act one is setting the scene. The middle act is putting them in the worst possible scenario. And then the the final act is, you know, getting, making everything right. So do you think these next two are going to be like the, the deep dark pit of despair for the doctor? Oh yeah. I mean, I, being the part four, chapter four has to do with weeping angels. I have to figure they come in at the end of episode three. Again, I haven't watched it at this point, so I have no idea what happens besides Ruth comes back. That, that's the only thing I know. But I'm guessing that all hell is going to break loose. Something is going to happen mm-hmm. at the end with weeping angels. That takes them to wherever, you know, they're disappearing, you know, people to. I just, I think it's going to be kind of one of those, what the hell did I just watch? And not in a bad way type of episode where it's just like, oh, wow, what did I just see here? I'm, I'm just looking for, you know, just this shock and awe type of thing where it's just like holy hell they're building so there do you think the culmination is kind of going to be why she has to regenerate yeah like something happens sort of like like 10 did sucking in all that radiation which actually also happened with pertwee or number three yeah. took in all the radiation from the spiders, which I'm not going to nerd out too much about that. But <laughs> I mean, honestly, because they're doing all these callbacks to old Doctor Who nemesis, what if what starts her regeneration is all of these bad guys, monsters of the week, come together form a legion of doom and go after and they finally think that they're going to kill the doctor and she regenerates and as she's exploding and regenerating it wipes all them out and then you have the new doctor standing there 
Time Lord Victorious, you know. Now, before we close shop, I just want to let listeners out there, if you listen to these two fat guys ramble on about Doctor Who and you're like, you agree or disagree, or maybe you have a, a separate theory or take, let us know on Twitter or Facebook at Tap the Wire or our personal pages. And when we record chapters three and four next week, we would love to include your thoughts too, because we didn't really get any, I kind of posted it a little late, so we didn't get anybody's two cents. So if you have a thought you want to share, we'd love to include it on the next episode. And maybe if you think our theories are sound, which nobody ever does except Jason and I, or sorry, (laughs) Sandshoes and I, (laughs) let us know or give us your theory because we like playing the theory game. Thank you all for tuning in. Look forward to next week. Hopefully everybody out there enjoyed it. You want to say your catchphrase now? (sighs) What was my catchphrase? I forget now. It's been so long. I don't want to go. No. Well, you were fantastic. Fantastic. So was I. Well, I got to close out tunes from the TARDIS. (laughs) Do I have to have a a cue card for you? (laughs) I mean, how long has it been since we've done Nerdy Now? I mean, it's been a But you all have been fantastic. But you know what? So has Dan. I've been okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've been me. All right. Well, folks, thank you very much. We will talk to all of you next week right here on Tap the Wire. Your intel threat level for this episode has been deemed at low.